This podcast episode is brought to you by Uncaged with RobinAnn.com, where virtuous women dominate in purpose, passion, and purity. Tired of being sabotaged by perfectionism and procrastination? Finding it hard to focus on one thing long enough to make real progress? Ready to do whatever it takes to get that passion project done? Then the Women Who Finish 40-Day Devotional Book is for you. In this book, Robin Ann coaches you through mindset shifts to fulfill God's call in your life and truly harness your ability to finish what you start instead of feeling stuck and frustrated with where you are. Get your devotional book now at robinann.com forward slash IG. upgrading your career, you should probably be thinking about the future. You might hear a lot of people say the world is changing so fast. It's just so hard to keep up. Well, I strongly believe that there are a lot of places that still haven't changed from schools to corporations to government agencies to churches to small businesses. My encouragement is that when you think about your career, think about how you can be an expert at something new that hasn't been readily adopted by many people. For me, that's been podcasting. Now, I can spout out to you statistics that will let you know that, yeah, actually, podcasting is on the rise, and it definitely is. But five years ago, I was just a podcast listener. Now I produce my own podcast, and I'm seeking to help others to do the same, including small companies. My point is, the world of work is changing, but not at a pace that you can't predict the future. In this interview with Michelle Beatty, founder of CareerTipper.com and fellow podcaster, she talks about how leveling up your personal accountability and recharging your skills is imperative for the changing world of work. Listen in. All right. Hey there, Michelle. Hello. How are you? I am doing mighty well. So glad to have you on the She Ventures Now podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm so excited, Garen, to have this conversation with you. Like, we always have good chats. Always. <laughs> Yes. About evolving to our professional best. So I'm excited to join in and share, you know, let the listeners listen to us chat it up about what is career excellence, what is yes. development, like what is the next level and how do you get there? So I'm exactly. Um, <clears throat> before we begin, I really want to give some context about who you are. So you are an author of a book. You are also a fellow podcaster, and and I feel like you have a lot to share. So I really want to allow for a space for you to talk about what you've done and accomplished. So can you just give us sort of just a quick background story on who you are and how you became Michelle Beatty, career podcaster? Oh, sure. Well, my journey with Career Tipper started back in 2014. I, well, actually 2013, I went to like a success conference. And I was learning about being current and relevant. And I'm like, well, I felt I was current and relevant. And then I realized I needed to really work on being current and relevant. Like, you know, (laughs) what does that mean? Like, you know, personal branding. And it was a great reality check. And what did did I want to deem myself as an expert in? What what was that? And how did I want to make myself marketable and just position myself for other opportunities? And one thing about me, I'm, I like to pay it forward on a continual basis. I like to share sure. resources and knowledge mm-hmm. with people. And I will research something for you just out of my own curiosity and share my books. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I found this. You think this is helpful? Like, okay, let's see what this does. So 
with that being said, after I left the conference, it's like, what could I do? Like, what could be my starting point for making myself current and relevant? At the time, I was working in for-profit education right. and career services. Yeah. So um, one thing that I realized, you know, in working with my students in all different industries, um, different education levels, different stages in their life, new to career, career changers, you know, you go back to school for so many different reasons. What I realized is that confidence was a huge issue for a lot of the students, yeah. specifically career confidence. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to like my, my first step into being current and relevant was like figuring out how I'm going to teach people to be confident right. in a way that applies to their job. So at first actually started off career tip or started off really first as an iPhone app, just an app of affirmations. And you can just download it every day. It just popped up, got the alert. And it was like, I am um, confident in my skills. I up level every day. Just different things that reinforces your ability that you're, you're a worthy hire, that you are confident, you can learn anything, your skills are valuable, you're a strong contributor in the workplace. Right. And then a couple months later, I finally mustered up my courage and I started blogging. So I look back now and it's like, oh my goodness, girl, what were you doing? I started like with one little blog post and I was like, I'm going to blog. That's how it starts. Yeah, one blog post every day. And I remember people saying, Michelle, your blog looks a little light. I'm like, just hang tough, more content. <laughs> but I was just so happy to finally start it. So I started the blog and from there the blog grew and then I started getting invites to speak professionally. Um, for different conferences and things of that nature. And then I was getting inter inter started getting interviewed on different platforms right. about what it does it take to be professional, um, have, be professional, be looked at as a worthy hire, things of that nature. How do you assess your skills? And so, of course, when you're on a journey like this and you're positioning yourself as a subject matter expert and influencer, yeah. you realize that you have to keep studying. You have to really be committed to being a continual learner. Right. And efforts to make sure that you are giving relevant information, applicable information, easy to implement information, and that you're not guiding someone down the wrong path. This is not about the, you know, your, your passion should not be rooted in making money. Right. Um, it should be in making sure that you are sought after resource and the money and everything else you might be seeking will come along, right? Yeah. It will come along because you're putting out amazing content. People People are, are attracted to, and you know, accurate knowledge, right? Yeah. Research accurate knowledge. So I just focus on that. And in that, I was also determined what could I find myself committed to on a long-term basis that I don't get the quote-unquote hot potato syndrome. It's, I want to do this today. I want to do that tomorrow. So I had to figure out what in that realm did I want to do yeah. um, that I could commit to long-term with career tipper. Mm -hmm. So from the speaking, I was, I transitioned into um, the podcast and I had my first podcast was called the confidence conversation because nice. I was really on this confidence tip. I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went down that road and I was interviewing different professionals in different industries. And I was really focused on what made them confident in their job. What made them confident? You know, I interviewed therapists, CEOs, um, different, you know, project managers, whatever it could be. And I was like, what makes you confident? What, what does confidence look like in your day? How do you practice that? And then I realized I needed to dig deeper. So I ceased the podcast, that particular podcast. And then I 
wrote, wrote a book called Confidently You, 21 Day Action Plan to Your Professional Best. And it's actually a 30 day, um, 30 day exercise, but it's an awesome book. And it, that was really motivated by my students that I work with and the different professionals that I work with and what I felt they were missing when yeah. it came to being confident about one, feeling worthy for their career goals, wanting to put the work in to accomplish the experiencing what they wanted professionally because it takes courage to realize you need to learn and actually put the work in. Right. It takes commitment to make the investment, whatever that could be, not only your finances, but your time, you know, that yeah. could be going away from your family or whatever that may be for you personally. So there's a lot of different factors that shows up that makes you move forward confidently, right? And so yeah. see that tie sacrifices, but what do what are those sacrifices listed as like what do they look like and let's identify them because all we're going to do is really put you on the path to living the lifestyle you want yes. you know experience the prosperity you want but you got to start having those little conversations those gut checks those aha moments need to start wow. happening so you can like connect on and make it happen for yourself and be patient with yourself in the process for some people it could be just a couple of weeks but for some people it, it could be you it could be embarking upon a two-year journey or right. a five-year journey and what does that look like <clears throat> what is the tenacity you know you got to get that tenacity muscle brewing like not brewing but pumping up that muscle yes. to move forward with that so um after i launched the you know published the book which was fantastic experience i the podcast was still in me and i realized my sweet spot and everything i've done with career tipper was podcasting i love talking to people I really enjoy sharing the knowledge. I love getting the DMs and the text messages from people. Oh, I love that episode. So that's my affirmation, right? Yeah. And then I'm also out there just sharing knowledge with people and giving, offering a platform to help people share their knowledge, let people know their, their, their business is there, their services are there. They can share their experiences because everyone has something to share amazing with people. Mm -hmm. So I want to, you know, through Career Tipper Podcast, my whole thing is, presenting seasoned professionals they've been in their industry five years or longer yeah. and they are sharing their expertise they're letting you know how you can up level in that specific industry because my goal for career tipper podcast when people look through that 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 catalog they see some of everybody they see nice. every industry represented so i have my wish list and i'm working down it and i'm like okay let's make it happen i just wanted to want it to be something that people can resonate with no matter where they are in their career. You don't just have to be an executive. You don't have to be um, just a nine to five person. You can be an entrepreneur. You can be a freelancer, you know, whatever that is um, in whatever industry, culinary, you know, corporate, whatever. I want you to see yourself in that and find some motivation. Love it. And I definitely think you've um, accomplished that. I mean, whenever I look at your latest podcast episodes or when I look at all of the people that you've interviewed, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, wow, what a resource for someone Aww. who's just looking for, again, <clears throat> if you're a nine to fiver, I currently work a full-time job as a marketing manager. So I like to listen to podcasts, even on my commute to and from work, you know, you definitely supply um, continual encouragement for us. So definitely your, your podcast is doing what it says it's going to do. The career tips are coming. So thank you on behalf of everyone. Um, so this is a, a great 
next question because you talked about journey um, a second ago. I'd love, and this is why I love my podcast, is because I really would love for you to share the juice of your journey. And that juice is really some of the setbacks or failures you've had to overcome in your own career development. And, and I'll tell you why I want to share this, because I feel like people don't just need encouragement on what to do. Sometimes they need encouragement on what not to do and to hear the story in each other's, in, in, in my podcast guests' lives of how they overcame something that was holding them back? Or do you have any frustrations in your career that you had to overcome or setbacks? Oh, definitely. I think um, just to be fully transparent, I think I needed to up-level my accountability to myself. Ooh. I think for oh. the season in my life where I was looking toward my employer to provide me the development opportunities not fully embracing the development on my own, meaning taking the time out beyond reading a book, right? Beyond yeah. reading a book, beyond listening to a podcast, beyond going to a seminar, really committing to the knowledge, attaining the knowledge that I needed, attaining the experience that I needed to up-level my expertise and my experiences professionally. So I increased my accountability. I initiated um, training for myself. I realized that I needed to really redefine what a mentor was to me. I think nice. that was a setback because you don't know everything. And I think sometimes wherever you are in your career, people can be confidently comfortable and thinking <laughs> that this is, hey, I got this. I have the title. I've been doing this X amount of years, but you know, it's like, you don't even, you don't, you generally don't even realize you're dated because you've been, you're, you know, people come to you for information, like you are the expert, but even the expert needs to up-level their knowledge. Right. To be a sponge, right. You have to let yourself be a sponge sometimes, soak in the expertise of other people and position yourself for that. So Absolutely. I definitely started looking, not just for people, like I can call and say, hey, <coughs> chat with you for five minutes um what event are you having i would love to come and hear you speak can i volunteer for you at your event i think volunteering is a huge way yes to yeah overcome perceived setbacks you know some people a setback can occur when they don't get a, a promotion they're looking for yeah. or they see that they were overlooked for something because you know who knows office politics but sometimes it's just a sheer fact you didn't have the expertise or knowledge that you needed and if that's the case that can be like a blow to the stomach like what I do all this amazing things I show up I'm here I get all the processes done I you know I deliver excellence but sometimes you need more you know that's just the bottom line sometimes we just need more and embracing that truth can be a huge pill to swallow but it's okay you eat it like an elephant one bite at a time and you keep it moving right yeah. so I encourage people to find the mentors, um, position yourself when you connect with your mentors, not just as a student, like, what can I get from you, but always make every effort to pour back into them um, in some form or fashion that is easy for you to do that. And then also, I love the mentors in my mind. So those that you follow on social media, like you may possibly never meet them, right. but you can take advantage of their live streams, you can take advantage of their books, you can take advantage of their virtual workshops, yeah. you know, things of that nature. And then, you know, if one day you're able to meet them, that's like even more greatness. But if not, you can learn from them continually. A lot of people 
you know, through their social media posts on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, they are meaty with that content. Like they are really giving step one, step two, step three, step four, you know, because they're showing their value. They want you to, you know, they're, they're attempting to gain you as a follower or a client customer. So they deliver value. And all of that is something you can learn from. You can right. learn from it. And I think also your setbacks and failures, and myself included, always ushers you to have a nice seat in the humble seat. Humility, right? Yes, yes. on in and sit down. <laughs> oh, oh okay. take a seat, sit down, just yeah, sit down. Eat and humble eat, pie. Yeah. Eat humble pie. Eat humble pie because sometimes we need it. And in that, you gain career clarity, you know, discovering your strengths, discovering your challenges. I think also it lets you know that sometimes you have to go back and, you know, thank someone for the time they did put in you. Um, sometimes you have to go back to colleagues or a manager or someone and say, Hey, I realize I could have handled something differently, but this is what I've learned. And you move forward. It's making you not only a better professional, but a better person. Right. right. Um, and I think those are keys. I think those are definite keys to things. Um, Beautiful. When I've experienced setbacks and when I witness others, experience setbacks training mentorship career clarity all wrapped up in humility yeah that's that's real i love that that part as jada pickett would say that part (laughs) Um, so so here's the next segue i really would love for any aha moments that you feel like have been crucial for you and even in your evolution as a podcaster your evolution as a career development professional what are some of those because i think Sometimes, again, I want to share the personal story um, in my podcast. So I want to hear that. Do you have any aha moments or thought patterns that you've had to change? Or even in the clients that you serve, that you're recognizing this is a continual thought pattern that people face and they don't realize they have to shift their mindset on? Oh, sure. I think for me and for what I see with anyone I talk to about their career, no matter where they are, um, I would say knowledge equals confidence. Nice. Knowledge equals confidence. I think that is just like the end, not the end all be all, but it's definitely a foundation, right? Right. Because when you know better, as Oprah Winfrey says, when you know better, you do better. So, and the do better is you're confident to ask for a better job. You're confident to ask for the promotion. You're confident to acquire the skills and training that you need, whatever that is. You're confident to do the work to map out, like, you know, map out what will it take for you to experience this particular career or this particular income. You know, I had a conversation with someone I've been coaching for a couple of years now, and they are at a place now they're like, I don't want the money. I don't want the title. I want to do the work and I want to add value, but I want to work remotely. So for them, it wasn't about the dollar. It was about their quality of life and what they're contributing, right? So I always, you know, like in this, you know, like, yes, we're talking about income and this, that, and the other, but it's not always about the dollar. Sometimes, it's not. Yeah. Right, you know, what is your legacy? What is your quality of life? Um, they have done the work to figure out what that meant for them. And so they're just like, I don't have to push myself anymore to attain that because they did the work. So when I say do the work and knowledge equals confidence, that uh, to me, that also includes working backwards, right? Mm -hmm. What type of life do you want? Do you want a freedom-based lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Do you want a remote lifestyle? Um, Okay, do you see yourself in the C-suite? No, everyone's not C-suite, but some people, I mean, that's 
confirming who they are as a professional being in the C-suite. So what does that mean? Have you looked at the job description of that? And do you, are you on the path to have the experience that you need to be considered for something like that? Right. Are you aware of what the skill set for, okay, so say you're not there, maybe you're halfway there. Have you assessed your skills and your expertise to know what's needed three years from now for that particular position or profession? Right. And if you haven't done the work, please do the work because you don't want to, you don't want to work in vain. You want to work smart, not hard. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Smarter, not harder. Right. You want to use your time wisely. So what does that mean? You want to make sure your skills are in sync with the future and today. So map it out. And that takes time. You're going to maybe spend some time on indeed or glass door and read job descriptions. Um, you know, what are the requirements? Do you need to know SQL? Like, what is it? You know, just what do you need to know? Okay, so if you need to know that, what do you then map it out, you know, on your, on your notes, where are you going to start to gain that experience? Are you going to start with Udemy? Are you going to enroll in classes? Right. You know, our education infrastructure is changing so much. It um, yeah. It's changing so, so much. Like, you know, there's companies now that don't require you to have a degree. Um, to get a job, yes, it's still needed and coveted and respected, but slowly but surely, it's about the skills. Like if you are really paying attention to the um, conversations about the global workforce, it's about skills. And so, you know, I am constantly, I'm on a, I'm on a campaign right now, and I'm calling it Skills Recharged. And I want people to take the time to charge up their skills, charge up right. your skills, get yourself going, um, and really putting in that time because your skills are going to set you apart. Your skills are going to open the doors for you because that's just how the ecosystem is moving. The global workforce is moving. And I like to see people win. So I'm always going to push people to say, Hey, I need you to really think about what you want to do. And I'm okay if you don't want to do X, Y, Z, but I want you to be prepared to do whatever you want to do. Cause I'm just here to have the conversation. We cross paths for me just to have the conversation with you. Right. I, want to create, I want to create an amazing, positive aha moment within you for mm -hmm. you to really pursue your goals professionally. So if you see yourself living in Thailand, what is it going to take for you to live in Thailand without a struggle? Or what is it going to take for you to travel the world? Or you want to send your kids to college or you want to build generational wealth? What does that look like? So do you have a nine to five and you do trading at night? <laughs> you know, like, what yes. does that look like for you? Right. Like, what are your multiple streams of income? I want people, I want more professionals that they're, a lot of people know that you need multiple streams of income, but some people might be hesitant, but I'm like, multiple streams of income can, it's in all sorts of forms. You don't have to start a blog. Like I said, you can do trading. Yes. So maybe, so maybe you do real you, estate. You can yeah. do a lot of it. You, yeah. Exactly. Real estate's an awesome thing. You just need to figure out what it is you want to do and that you can commit to, because all of it requires a financial investment, right? Yeah. So you don't want to waste your money. Yeah. So what is that going to be? Do some self-discovery. And that's something that my, in my book, I, I plant seeds of discovery. So discover what you want to do, what you feel that you can stay committed to for a period of time, more than a year. Right. Sustainably. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, get, get, you know, again, build up that tenacious muscle. What does that look like for you? So 
you know, knowledge equals confidence, career confidence leads to courage, worthiness, knowing your value, dreaming bigger, and accomplishing your career goals. So I think that comes down to like my biggest aha moment, really taking the time for knowledge. Because people, knowledge is attractive. Very. Attractive. And people want to have conversations. You get invited to seats at the table. And oftentimes you create your own seat at the table based on your knowledge. Right. I love it. So what do you think, here's my thing, because what I, one of the things that I do is offered, I offered earlier on in the year, uh, career transition coaching. And so I, I found myself attracting a lot of people who were wanting to, who were at the brink of restarting their career. Here's my question for you, right? What's your professional opinion on how to restart your career? And I'm not necessarily talking about a 180, like people doing a completely different thing. But I, I have seen in friends and peers of mine who really do want to do a 180. So what would you say is your professional opinion on how to go about that? Plan it out. Right. Um, definitely plan it out. And there's a podcast um, that another career professional has, one of our colleagues, his name is Dallin Banterpool. And he has the podcast Focus the Fire. And he has an episode on there of don't get a job, join an ecosystem. Mm. And so... If you're currently working, I think it's a very, it's a short episode. It's like less than 25 minutes, that particular episode. It's a short episode. You can check it out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like um, if you're currently working, my perception is that sometimes you need to do the assessment of why you can make the change and can you make it there or you can, or can you prepare in your current job to make the transition that you're looking for? Right. Are there opportunities where you're at? If not, you know, what does that look like? Um, how do you need to do that? And in Dallin's episode, he talks about that specifically, how to determine if what you need or what you're missing is right where you're currently at. Now, if you know that you want to make a complete career change, I don't know, say you want to go from being an analyst to someone in culinary, well, then that means you need to start taking advantage of culinary classes. Right. Like, look smart. Um, if you realize that you need to... Um, go back to school, then start saving. So what is your life going to be? Are you going to downgrade your life? You're going to maintain your life? You know, what responsibilities do you have? Are you married or not? What is your family expecting of you during that time? And start making sure that you're financially set. Um, It's so great to be like, I'm going to do this. And I mean, this is, I'm stating the obvious to a lot of people. So let me just, you know, give my disclaimer. But it's still- it's still a truth, right? It's still a truth. You need to financially plan it out. Look, yes. It's, it's <laughs> the reality too. The reason why I have this question is I think there's two things, some things that are just fundamental. One, the planning is fundamental, but also the belief that you can do it, right? Oh, yeah. And then third to me, just in tandem with what we're talking about, you know, there's an opportunity cost to restarting your career. When you're taking on something new, that's going to ask of you, what are you going to decrease? right? Because you're adding on something new. So what are you going to eliminate? And I think there's a bit of struggle in a lot of people's minds. You know, you've seen this, that they're, they're, they're still living on a path and a trajectory for C-suite. This is an example, but they don't realize that that's not what they want anymore. If you're going to restart your career, you have to like start letting go of former goals, you know? So I just wanted to, but no, for sure, the planning piece that you mentioned, absolutely, absolutely fundamental. Like I know it sounds obvious, but I think people forget, forget you know, those, those, uh, things. Yeah. And I think too, for some people, and I love what you just mentioned, like sometimes you have to let go of the goals. And I mean, 
thing about it is for some people, letting go of the goals in their mind is disappointing family members. In their mind, it could be possibly, you know, um, self-resentment for not having accomplished a goal. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, I said that I wanted to do this. I spent so much time doing this. I mean, a, I've yeah. seen it happen. I've seen engineers go all the way for their master's and they get their master's and are working and they sign it. And when they're signing up for the doctorate, they're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Well, what do you want to do? But I put all this time into it. Okay. But. <laughs> yeah. And that's real. Yeah. I've seen doctors, lawyers go through schooling and when you talk to them, they don't even want that career. And I'm not, I'm not somebody who like looks at that as a wasted time, That's but I think, I think at some point we have to be very emotionally honest and aware of what we really want, what really motivates us. Something that you said is the lifestyle that we want. And I think part of the reason why I do and why we do what we want to do as far as career coaches, as being career development professionals is, um, there's an image or a lifestyle that we want. We have to factor in there that if you choose a certain job or career, it's going to impact the kind of lifestyle that you have. You have to be honest about that. You do have to be honest about it. I totally agree. And I think too, you know, if you don't want to do that, like say it's you're in healthcare, like you mentioned, and you decide you don't want to practice well what where can you what can you transition into you know yeah like what could that be is it working for a pharmaceutical company is it working in diversity like um supply you know what is that going to be you know supplier diversity um there's just it's just taking the time to figure out what what that is and sometimes you know that's nerve-wracking yeah you know but i feel like that's where Patience with yourself kicks in, right? Sure. Yep. You got to be patient with yourself. Um, you have to go through an acceptance period. And I think even tied to acceptance, it could be some grieving because, you know, like you said, you're letting go of goals. But the beauty of it is you're birthing something even more amazing that's more authentically you. Mm. It's more mm. authentically what you want. It's who you want to be. It's in, you know, line with what that is. So I'm like, yeah, you might have to grieve and not even realize it is grieving, right? But the bottom line is that you're just more of who you are. And what's more amazing than allowing yourself to be more of who you really want to be? Right. Yeah. It's so so good to like land the plane there. Yes. Ultimately, that is what I think people are wanting. Authentic life. Like an authentic life. All right. So now we're going to switch up things. We are doing the rapid fire session. It's going to be around, what is it? 10 questions, nine questions. And these are succinct questions. If I ask you to dig dig deeper, then obviously I would love for you to, you know, give us a a lengthier answer or to elaborate. But for the most part, we're going to go really quick. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right. The first question is, Michelle, what is your best tip on improving your networking skills? Network across peer-to-peer and volunteer. Ooh, why? Just curious. Because sometimes the opportunities you need is not necessarily through upper management. Sometimes Mm. someone that's working side by side with you, same Mm. role or, you know, like a lateral role. Yeah. And not maybe not the same company, but as you work in the volunteer in the community or you attend industry events through professional organizations, someone that is your peer might be Mm. able to share an opportunity with you that's exactly what you want but if you never take the time to network with them and have those conversations you only focus on networking up you could be missing out on some amazing opportunities 
Sweet. All right. We're back. <laughs> Sorry for that pause. Oh, you're good. So network across peer to peer. You never know who someone else knows. You know, some people, each one of us knows something that the other person, everyone you meet is going to know something that you don't know. Right. So when you're networking across that person, that peer that you are chatting with, they might have a resource, yes. have that connection to the opportunity that you need, that you want, that you're looking to connect to. So I say, join in the conversations, make them genuine, um, yep. you know, be authentic and share. And you just never know. But I always, I'm really big on networking across from peer to peer and volunteering because love it. Learn so much. Beautiful. Number two, Michelle, what's your best advice on finding a new job? I say in order to not, to prevent yourself from shrinking back, because sometimes you can apply and you're not getting the results you want. Yeah, the results you want to prevent shrinking back. I say assess your skills, experience in your network. If you, I didn't, the loopholes you find, focus on filling that and then strengthening everything else. So that way you won't shrink back because you're going to find along that assessment, you're going to get affirmation of what you know. Confirmation of what you need to learn. So instead of it looking as a negative or a fault or a flaw or oh my mm-hmm. gosh I missed it, you're just looking as an opportunity of development. You shift your mindset and it's an opportunity it. of development, and therefore you're not shrinking back. And then you apply even though whatever that even though may be, you'll still apply because you want that feedback, right? So you can right. go in towards your goal. Because I don't like to see people shrink back. Um, sometimes it's subconscious, right? So I just like, come on, let's go for it. Love it. All right. Number three, what's your best tip on personal branding? Well, my thing in regards, my focus in regards to personal branding is that I want more people to connect to the truth that the freelance economy in America is increasing annually. So according to Upwork 2018 freelancing in America report, 57.3 million people are freelancing. And the freelancing community contributes to an estimated $1.4 trillion annually in freelance earnings to the economy. So with that being said, our global workforce is changing. We, you know, a little bit earlier, we shared how degrees are not necessarily required for certain jobs. Yeah. You need, you, myself, and anyone listening, we, not you, we collectively need to spend dedicated time to finding what our expertise is and commit to continually developing that. Yes. Because you are, you are uniquely you, you're bringing something to the table. So define what that is, master it. If you need to get certified in it, great. If you need to write a book, write a book to confirm your knowledge, start a podcast, do a blog, become a consultant, whatever is comfortable to you, whatever is, you know, what you think you can commit to, do that. But please don't schluff the importance of your skills and defining what they are. And if you need to learn new ones, even better, great opportunity to grow. But figure it out and commit to the process. Yes, this is so good. Juicy. Number four, <laughs> best strategy on crushing an interview. I would say listen well. That's good. Listen well is not just audible, but also body language. Yeah. Um, You know, because we have social listening, social monitoring. I feel Mm -hmm. like you should apply that when you're in an interview. Mm -hmm. Um, What what are your sensories telling you beyond what you're hearing? 
um, inquire about the company culture and be prepared to speak be prepared to um, speak about your experience and knowledge as it relates to the role. I think sometimes people will get caught up on what they think people want to hear, but one thing people want to know if they can work with you. Right. They want to know if they can have a cup of coffee with you. Right. They want to kind of get a feel for your temperament. Are you fun? Are you silly? Are you a go-getter? Are you a goal-getter? You know, what is it? So let that come out when you interview, when you're sharing your experiences. Um, You know, try to figure out how to shake the jitters off if you get them sometimes. We all do when we're interviewing because, you know, they're judging you. It's a judgment. You know, it's a lot of judgment going on. A lot. Yeah. So it's like, don't forget to let that happen while you're sharing your experiences. And another resource that I would like to share with people, and they've been doing this a while, is Work It Daily. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have a YouTube channel. It's a great platform. And they also have all these fantastic videos on how to crush an interview, things to think about. And they go over so many different things. But they're great little nuggets. They're less than, they're like averaging five to 10 minute videos that you can watch on YouTube. And a lot of great information. tells you how to network in the DMs on LinkedIn and all sorts of stuff. So I think all that's helpful in crushing an interview. Um, and you don't always get it right the first time, but you learn by practicing and doing. So there. Absolutely. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> Some good strategies right there. The fifth question is best advice on negotiating salary. Michelle, can you speak to that? Um, I will share. I recently had Ashley Kirkwood. She's an attorney out of Chicago she was a former employment attorney, and now she focuses on helping social media influencers make sure that they're legally wrapped good when it yeah. comes to everything, So, because that's a growing market, right? So she kind of shifts that focus, but she gave a dynamic interview on my podcast, Career Tipper is episode 40, and I encourage anyone to listen to it. I have so many people sending me text messages and DMs like, Michelle, she like shared all the juice. I'm like, yes, she did. So I say, take a listen to that. And my biggest takeaway that I want to share that Ashley um, reinforced during her interview with me was negotiate with the decision maker. Right. Negotiate with the decision maker. Sometimes we are having a full-blown conversation of expectation with someone that is not the decision maker. Um, and you're trying to find all the information and they're not the person to have that conversation with. And then you have to kind of know who you're talking to and what to ask of certain people. So she gives some great directives on how to do that. And I encourage you guys to check it out. Sweet. I definitely will make a note of that one. Number six, Michelle, what's the best tip you've ever heard about career success for you? Get your mind right. (laughs) Yeah, get your mind right. right. Yeah, yeah. nice, right. short, sweet, to the point. Yeah, right. get your mind right. It is what it, you need to know that you're worthy and you're capable and you're able, right? Those are three different aspects. And the best quote that I, that constantly has fueled me over the years is one by Stacia Pierce. And it's the world is in a conspiracy to help me accomplish my goals. Love it. And yeah. also, I would say the best, um, the best tip, another best tip, well, I, I, been saying throughout the interview is be a continual learner right so where yeah. does that start so sometimes people don't know where to start so I say start with free resources right so one of my favorite resources that I am like really sharing with everybody right now is lynda.com so some people 
you can access it through LinkedIn for a fee. They have a free 30 day trial through LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And then there's a fee associated with after your trial, but also, um, most library systems, I'm not sure if all, but most library systems, you can access lynda.com for free through your library system if you have a library card. So um, I want to empower people with information. I don't want to, I can't access, I don't know where to access. What's my starting point? There's a great starting point. Wealth of information when you finish the um, certifications that they offer, it, you can add it to your LinkedIn profile. So you're adding some great um, confirmation that you are a continual learner and it's a great way to determine if you want to go a certain direction spend some time on the learning paths they offer something for every industry pretty much and just figure that out because that's how you're going to be successful is by being a continual learner and having your mind right love it so you've already answered the the seventh question which was what's your best success quote that motivates you oh, i have one for you oh do you okay oh, share yeah. that Yes, that is, you must either modify your dreams or magnify your skills by Jim Ron. John Ron, sorry. Love it. Number eight, what is Michelle's personal idea of success? Living my best life, whole, prosperous, and in freedom. Um, I don't feel bonded to a job. I don't feel bonded to someone else's mindset of who I am. And that's a journey, right? That's yeah. a journey. I am a work in progress. And I yes. will tell you that. So with that being said, living my best life is constantly gut, constantly gut checking myself. Yeah. Challenging my beliefs, challenging what I want to do. Am I too fierce about something? Am I too laid back about it? But it all has led me to believe and to practice what I preach of being continual learning. I am always studying, listening in a posture of what can I learn from you? Love it. So that's I love it. I love it. And then the last question is this, what book would you recommend to the She Ventures tribe and why? AI Superpowers by Kai-Fu Lee. Um, he is a huge artificial intelligence leader. Like, wow. He's a huge, like he is the voice for artificial intelligence. And he wrote this book. It came out this year. And um, I think that people should read it because it covers so many things about artificial intelligence, like just concerns and, but I also feel like it creates, um, it's how do, it also gives you a window and food for thought of where do you fit in artificial intelligence and how it's um, impacting the global workforce. Yeah. You, and how could you possibly consider to make some changes in your choices of careers? If that's something you want to do, everything is optional, but it's a great, resource of information just mm -hmm. to make you informed about how it's impacting our life as we know it it can some people look at it as a source of hope of like oh my goodness i now have a better understanding let oh, me see yeah. how i can make this work so i just encourage people to stay informed um it's so key so that's my share for that i love it yeah. so the last thing is michelle can you share where people can connect with you if they want to hear if they can collaborate with you or find out what your next event products and services are Sure. So careertipper.com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at careertipper, Twitter at careertipper1. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher Radio. I welcome um, any type of email in regards to collaboration or food for thought or, hey, Michelle, I just want to run this idea by you because I might be able to help you. So I'm here to serve and help people evolve to their professional lives. Love it. Michelle, thank you so much for being a guest on the Sugar Snow Podcast.
This podcast episode has been brought to you by People's Insurance Services, where protecting is caring. If you're looking for competitive rates for your auto, home, or commercial insurance needs in Florida, call 954-733-8500. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take the time to hit subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher.